This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. The Medicare annual election period deadline is coming soon. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who found the key to the right coverage at MyHealthPolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online. I took my time and found the best Medicare Advantage plan for me at MyHealthPolicy.com. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plan, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com. And finally, Michael. I prefer face-to-face, so I chose MyHealthPolicy.com and enrolled on the spot. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to learn about top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START. MyHealthPolicy.com. Meredith Vieira is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, Samson Folk, and I'm here to detail for you the Raptors' latest win, sending them up 3-1 in the best of seven series against the Orlando Magic, 107-85 against the aforementioned Orlando Magic. Quick heads up, this may be my shortest reaction podcast ever, as the Raptors completely dominated the Magic, and because there's a certain TV show that has... Um, incest and dragons you may have heard of it yes game of thrones i'll be going to watch that after this i feel great i feel so great because the raptors are up 3-1 after being down one nothing in the series i happened to make a bet with a friend that actually i said i was so confident in the raptors and i was right to be confident in the raptors but i bet him a case of beer I don't drink beer, but I bet him a case of beer that the Raptors were going to win game one. And that's the game they decided to lose. So, Derek, I'm, I'm very happy that you get a case of beer out of me. And well met. I can't believe that you were correct about that. Um, sponsorship for this podcast, Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger's Personal Injury Lawyers. Thanks for sponsoring the pod. So, 107.85. What are the keys to talk about? Well... I guess one of the things that stands out right away is obviously the Orlando Magic only scored 85 points in four quarters of basketball. The Raptors defense, as it has been all series, excluding the first half of game one, was phenomenal. The work that Danny Green is doing on DJ Augustine, that Kyle Lowry is doing just any rotation that needs to be made, Kyle Lowry is there. Their closeouts have been so aggressive, 
but so under control and crisp. Kawhi Leonard has been good as well. Pascal Siakam, he's the same way that Kyle Lowry is omnipresent on defense and just always making the right rotation and always making the magic go from an easy shot to a medium shot. Even when they create good offense, it's just making it a little bit more difficult every possession. Pascal Siakam is the exact same way. And Marcus Gasol, I mean, I wrote the huge piece on it after game two. It's incredible what he's been able to do against Nikola Vucevic. Vucevic had an awesome start to the game. I think he had 11 points in like the first quarter. He finished with 11. He wasn't able to... He wasn't able to create anything after Serge Ibaka's first stint in the game at the end of the first quarter. From then on, I don't think that Nikola Vucevic scored a single basket against Marcus Hall. Speaking of Serge Ibaka, he deserves love as well. I think that this was his best game of the series. He happened to hit his shots without any, I guess, worrisome misses off the start. His defense I liked a lot. I mean, I liked mostly everybody's defense tonight. But Serge, especially after he had a couple tough stints in this series against Vucevic, it's not a very good matchup for him. But his defense was awesome. He also put a lot of pressure on the Orlando Magic bench, Cam Birch in particular, and any type of, like, let's say Terrence Ross or Michael Carter-Williams, all these guys who had to help box him out. I saw two rebounds, just off the top of my head, two rebounds in which... Ibaka is skying over three Magic players and getting extra possessions for the Raptors' offense. I don't know how many offensive rebounds he finished with. I think he... Three, looks like. Three. Extra possessions are so valuable in the playoffs. That's why we were all in love with Kyle Lowry after he got the offensive rebound at the end of Game 3. Their possessions are so important, and just valuing those possessions is, is very important. So he had to put back... He made a three. He might have even made two. I, I'm sorry I'm a bit foggy on all this. It's uh, It was just such an easy game to watch. The The details are a little bit foggy, but he really... I really like Serge's work today. As opposed, it's a nice juxtaposition to see where he came along at the start of the series to now, where he was good. Serge Ibaka was definitely good. A, a, a big positive to me tonight. Pascal Siakam was was just his normal self. And that's not even, that's not a, a slant at him at all. It's just he was his normal self. He put up like 16-6, so close to his averages over the year. And it was because there was a guy in the Raptors uniform who wasn't sick this time around, Kawhi Leonard, who apparently decided that he was better than a 5 of 19 showing. He put up 34 points, and he completely dominated the Magic. Anytime the Magic were trying to mount a comeback, anytime there was any momentum to be grabbed by the Magic, let's say Aaron Gordon was fueling them, he went like on a 5-for-5 stretch, Kawhi Leonard just, all the attention was on Aaron Gordon because you don't expect players like that to go 5-for-5. And when I say players like that, I don't mean to say that Aaron Gordon is bad or anything, it's just you don't expect the guy to go 5-for-5. He like he did great, but he, he did he did go 5-for-5. Five five. It was a big focus in the, that third quarter stretch that... The Magic were just trying to punch their way in. They were trying to stay in the game. They're hitting threes. He was getting he was getting to the rim. So you're wondering, like, okay, what are the Raptors going to do? Basically, they just handed the ball off to Kawhi. Kawhi took the Raptors home in this one. He, he finished with 34 points. He was 12 of 20 from the floor. He had two triples. Just doing everything that he needed to do for the Raptors. The Raptors, they didn't need anything heroic tonight. They, as a unit, their defense, 
made it so their offense had to conjure up very little to be successful. Like, for the end game to be a success. For the Raptors to go up 3-1 in this series, they had to do very little on offense. They they played good on offense. I liked watching their offense. There was quite a few different plays that were really nice. One that stands out to me was the... It was a give-and-go between Gasol and Lowry. Lowry pitched it baseline. A really creative pass to Siakam. Siakam gave it to Danny Green above the break. And he hit, like, a really nice three. Sometimes they played the prettiest version of basketball you can imagine. Kawhi, I thought, actually had a very, very generous whistle tonight. I know the refs have been a point of contention for Raptors fans. Um, There's been a lot of talk about it on Twitter and in the comment section. Everybody has a take on it. The Raptors had a really great whistle tonight. I would say that it was a better whistle than the Magic received. So if that's a sign of things to come for the people who are worried about refing, then take that as a positive if you think that we're just getting our due, um, maybe a positive as well. But the Raptors, they don't need the refs' help, and, and they can win even when it's um, maybe not so much in their favor. But I was I was really happy with their effort tonight. Kyle Lowry, I should talk about, um, just hit on his defense once more. Kyle Lowry is so important to the back end of a rotating scram, scram show for scrambling. It's also a type of play, defensive play, sorry. But type of the back end of a scram defense, he's so cognizant of the players, the the players who are on offense moving around in the back end, and he helps track everybody. And even if a guy is messing up, let's say Danny Green, who doesn't mess up often, but let's say Danny Green kind of forgets his guy, like Kyle Lowry will switch to his guy while also pushing Danny towards the guy that Danny's facing. It's like just a, a seamless, effortless switch. But a lot of players, if they're involved in that action, it's just a backdoor cut for a layup. But the Raptors gave up, like, no easy baskets tonight. Their their defense was just, it was something to behold, man. And I don't even, it's, it's so refreshing to watch this team. They were so dominant tonight. Watching Nikola Vucevic repost Marcus All only, only... To like back out and hoist a brick from mid-range is so rewarding. I mean, we watched this guy in the regular season. Pound us. He scored like 37 in one game because he's huge. For the NBA today where, you know, it's a little bit smaller than it used to be. It's bigger at the guard positions, but it's smaller at the center and forward positions. Nikola Vucevic eats against a lot of players. We see Serge Ibaka who, you know, he came into the league as a four. And he's suddenly asked to play defense against Vucevic. He struggles a bit because he's not as big. Vucevic eats against so many players. He put up 21-12 and 12 this year. Gasol has taken his offense completely out from under him. Anything else in this game? Aaron Gordon was awesome. Jonathan Isaac, as good as he's been on defense in this whole series, he really hurts their offense. You could It really stood out to me a couple times, especially when Cam Birch... Jonathan Isaac and Michael Carter-Williams shared the floor. I don't know why Steve Clifford did that. Um, Bad look for him, even though he is a good coach. But those three shared the floor, and the Raptors, they had like two rovers on defense at a time. They were doubling above the break with Serge Ibaka and Kyle Lowry because they knew they didn't have to respect anybody in the corners. And Kem Birch floating in the middle on offense wasn't... It didn't worry anybody either. So just... That lineup for Clifford to walk out there didn't make much sense to me. 
the the story of this game is absolutely the Raptors. They played an incredible brand of defense. And true to who they've been in the playoffs so far, they've been a, a standout defense in the playoffs so far. Super fun to watch. So rewarding to watch. You, like, outside of game one, which was disappointing, you just, when you watch them, you know they'll get stops. Unless the Magic are hitting, like, a crazy shot. You just know the Raptors are going to defend really well. Another guy who deserves a lot of love, Norman Powell. The Magic were run down for a lot of the game when he was when he was inserted in, and nobody attacks a moving defense without a big man at the rim better than Norman Powell. I mean, and he, he had quite a few opportunities tonight. He finished with 16 points. He was 7 of 9 from the floor. And it, we, we're used to seeing this, a better version of Norman Powell in the playoffs. If you're not asking Powell to create in the pick and roll, if you're letting him attack off the weak side, Go to the rim, brother. Go get it at the rim. Beat the like beat the big man to the glass. He's so fast. He can beat the big man there. If he gets to do that, if Kem Birch has to float out to guard Serge Ibaka against a bench lineup, and let's say Kyle Lowry staggered with them, Kyle Lowry found, finds Norm Powell in the corner. Norm Powell just run at the rim, my guy. Just go, just go there. And he did. And he was fantastic tonight. He added an element to the Raptors bench that has been missing since Fred Van Vliet has been pounding the damn air out of the ball every offensive possession for I don't know what reason. I mean, he watches Kyle Lowry play. Kyle Lowry, who, you know, there's there's conversations about Kyle Lowry, how effective he is. I, I believe Kyle Lowry is extremely effective. I'm definitely in the pro-Kyle Lowry camp. But even the people who dislike Kyle Lowry have to acknowledge that he's extremely effective at moving the ball and stirring the Raptors offense and he's like and very effective at that and it's not because he dribbles so much it's because it's it's the motion that's important but Fred Van Vliet he looks like the guy whose girl like his girlfriend came to watch the game and he's just trying to split the defense get to the rim he's dribbling between his legs like eight times a possession just crossover 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 but not getting anywhere that's a problem going forward. Uh, I'm not sure how Nurse will fix that, but it just there needs to be an honest to god conversation where Nick Nurse tells Fred VanVleet that if he's sharing the floor with Kyle Lowry, one of let's say Kyle Lowry, Pascal Siakam, Kawhi Leonard, Fred VanVleet cannot initiate the offense. It just will not work, and it it just can't happen. That's just not the way it should be. I feel like yeah, the Raptors did great. It was a, a very fun game to watch, very rewarding because you just you knew the Raptors had it. I talked to Blake before the game, Adam McQueen before the game, and Adam he he said he felt good about this one, and he said he had the Raptors, and I said yeah I think it's gonna be the Raptors by either ten or the Magic by like fifteen. I thought there's a small chance that the Magic might pull something out of their butts and blow it open, like maybe Kawhi is still kind of not feeling so good something like that and it ended up that the the Raptors beat them by 22 they completely they slapped them it was an easy win super rewarding um the Mitchell Robinson award which is awarded to the villain of the other team goes to Aaron Gordon just I I was very close to giving it to Terrence Ross because he hit another damn buzzer beater like go figure I I don't know how many buzzer beaters have been hit against the Raptors this year but like five in the past like two months it's been a lot. 
I was in house for the Jeremy Lamb uh, half court heave, and it's it's a terrible feeling. I got to tell you. Um, regardless, it's Aaron Gordon. He he put the screws to the Raptors quite a few times. He played awesome defense on Kawhi. I know he had a couple fouls called on him that he didn't deserve, and I think two, two for sure, that Aaron Gordon did not deserve, and Kawhi got the benefit of the doubt, which Kawhi deserves a lot of the time. I'm not griping on Aaron Gordon's behalf, but Aaron Gordon was awesome tonight. He played, even though Kawhi is just a cyborg and still put up 34 points on 12-20, I felt like he was defended very well tonight by Aaron Gordon, and Kawhi is just... Lucky for us as Raptors fans, a, a cyborg, and he's in, an incredible basketball player. Aaron Gordon scored on offense. He really did his thing tonight. The Reggie Evans Award, I think it's the first time I'm going to give it to Kawhi. Kawhi was tireless in his efforts to score. He held the Raptors up for most of the game. The Magic just didn't get close. After like after the second half, It just it, they didn't get close, maybe even after the first quarter. That it was pretty much Kawhi just didn't let it happen. I'm not sure, but I like Kawhi played 34 minutes, but not very much of the fourth quarter. And Pascal finally didn't have to play like 40 minutes. He Pascal played 35, well, nearly 36, but we'll move on from that. It, it was nice to see um, Pascal get a bit more rest in this one. And Kawhi, I mean, Kawhi locked everything down for the Raptors, and he he took the onus of the offense. And he just made the Raptors into what they were tonight on the offensive end. He had a huge piece of everything they were doing. Scored over a third of their points. He was he was just awesome. So much fun to watch. Well, nearly a third of their points, I meant to say. And um, I guess we'll go look at the quick reaction comment. I got to get it loaded first. So I'll just keep talking to you guys about uh, the game. Other things that were fun to watch. Top blocking by... Any number of, I guess, Danny Green, uh, Fred VanVleet, Kyle Lowry, the work they did on Terrence Ross, Evan Fournier, and DJ Augustine coming off pin downs has been so good in this series, and I just, I'm really happy watching those guys defend and top block like that. The top uh, quick reaction comment is from Capital D, lowercase s. A uh, popular commenter, most people will recognize that if you are in the Raptors comment section, says, satisfying. That's all I have after watching this. Yes. I really, really agree. And I guess there's a response that says, only complaint is we need to work on end of quarter plays. Kind of funny. Like, a little bit funny. I, I know we're thinking about the turnovers that have led to Terrence Ross buzzer beaters. But the the play that preceded the turnover and then Terrence Ross hitting the three was this gorgeous play a two for one where Dan- Danny Green came off a pin down and hit a three so I think it's fine it's just it's <laughs> it's just kind of funny that these things keep happening to the Raptors but yes this was very very satisfying uh, thank you so much for listening uh, I hope this was uh, satisfactory for you as well to kind of decompress about the game with me and if you are also going to watch a certain Dragon and uh, fantasy and political show by the name of Game of Thrones. Uh, enjoy that as well, as I will be too. Anyway, whether you're listening to this tonight or in the morning, whenever you get around to it, have a blessed day. Thank you so much. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. 
dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply.